0: Hey, guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. And I'm George Camel. And this is Smart Money Money Happy Hour. Hour. Cheers, George. Cheers. Well, this is a show. It is a show. Where we are two friends who happen to be money experts, and we talk about all the things you're talking about, whether it's pop culture, things going on in the world, and money.
1: Money, 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 money. So on today's episode, we're going to do things a little differently, Rachel, because it's Thanksgiving. And let's face it, sometimes the absolute worst things to talk about during the holidays with your family are culture, current events, and, of course, money. <laughs>
0: this it's the last podcast. So.
1: I'd, I would choose politics, religion, and sports over money with my family. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I know you wouldn't because, you know.
0: Oh, I love it. Give, your give me Your dad's Dave it.
1: Ramsey. So you guys are always talking give about me. mutual fund yeah, interest rates. Yeah, we
0: are all the time, George. No, it's not It's that. mutual fund. So we're going to have some fun. We're going to do Dr. John Deloney's questions for humans. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, George. And and then we're going to talk about some Black Friday shopping.
1: I love it. Well, for those that don't know who Dr. John Deloney is, he is a fellow Ramsey personality of ours, a friend, a mental health expert, a best-selling author, host of the Dr. John Deloney Show, and Rachel, can I say that he's in the room with us right now I know as a special- Special. The first guest ever on Smart Money How Happy Hour. How do you Hour. feel?
2: <laughs> I, I can hardly
1: breathe, guys.
2: Wow. Like, uh- <laughs> I've had two life goals. One was to get on TikTok, and one was to get on this show. And you've accomplished... TikTok hasn't happened, but... It has happened. But this show... Like,
1: guys, I'm not going to be able to sleep for a week after this. I, I can't wait. I, wow. I'm so
2: glad. Well, I'm so, we're so
1: glad We today. somehow had enough drink for you, John. And today's drink, it is Smart Money Happy Hour, after all, is a mocktail. It's a rosemary grapefruit mocktail. Let's so hope I hope you enjoy. I actually sip. have
2: been drinking this. It tastes like somebody... Um, had old water and steeped it in lawn clippings, oh, and then gosh. garnished it with the most bitter fruit possible.
1: I was gonna say it tastes like if I threw it in my mouth with ice cubes. Y'all, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It's yeah, bad. I it's warned bad. You before you Producer Lindsay is chiming in. I literally can said, I, I don't want
0: anyone up. to make this. Can I please stick up for the mocktail? Yes, it's not terrible.
1: Oh, it is, Rachel. If you described your marriage as not terrible, you would be in counseling <laughs> exactly. like a whole lot more. <laughs> hey, honey,
2: how do I look? Not terrible. Oh, mm, this is <laughs> okay, happening! Wow. This is so super it's not happening.
0: The best, but it's well, not. you'll get the terrible. full. You'll
1: get the full rating and review, the breakdown of the cost, the recipe at the very end, and you maybe you can make it better at home. So, John, we brought you on because we're playing a little questions for humans. You invented this. I
2: thought you brought me on to poison me with your no. drink.
1: So I'm glad that would have been me else. who poisoned you, not then. <laughs> unintentional byproduct. So, can you tell us? why you even created these uh, decks of cards called Questions for Humans. Yeah,
2: so I had a uh, a buddy um, who was like a chief information officer of a big fancy university who's on the board at Apple and Google, real smart guy. And when I was deciding whether to take this job, to leave my former career to come do this, I called him and said, hey, what's the book that has not been written yet? And because I didn't want to just add my voice to a chorus of noise, which is the world, kind of like this, this pod, right? Yep. So This is a beautiful uh, oh, noise. This is, yes, Cut. it's it's a, it's a beautiful noise. Oh that sounds like an 80s, like a 90s emo band. Beautiful noise. <laughs> right. Yellow sad, card. Sad poetry about our dad. <laughs> you play the violin. I'll rock. <laughs> exactly. That's okay, yellow card. So um so he said, uh well. I've been listening to you, Deloney, and we were friends, and he said, I turned all my screens off in my house, and I took the phones away and the iPads away from my daughters. He has three incredible, brilliant daughters. And he said, now we're all staring at each other. What do I do now? <laughs> and I was like, just talk to your daughters. And he goes, okay, do i just talk to them. And it clicked right then. Oh, you don't know how? I... And then I thought, oh, I don't know how, because I had a little – My Hank was little, and I was like, I don't know how to talk to him. And then I realized, oh, it's just a skill we don't have. And what if we just create little cards and we just hand them to people and said, just
1: read the card to the person in front of you or to the group in front of you. But, well, yeah, you released a Christmas edition of the card, so we thought we'd pull a few out of that deck and have some fun. What do you think?
2: Yes, and here's the thing. There's no COVID questions. There's no politics questions. It's just... I thought you
1: just put oh, a little so grenade it's a no in there fun
0: for deck, fun. is what you're saying.
2: No, trust me. I want to have a friend. Like, you want to end friendships? I'll like a deck of cards that would just have like an X on it. It It'd be incredible. (laughs) Instead
1: of how to win friends and influence people, it's how to lose friends and hurt everyone you love. People always like, hey, I don't know how to break up with friends.
2: There's no like formal breakup process. Like, I got you. Yes. Just buy the set of cards. Okay, I'm going to go
0: first. Let's do it. Here's the first card. Ready? When should you put up Christmas decorations and when should you take them down?
1: Oh, this is a grenade, John. This is a controversial question. I have
0: my answer. Okay, go. November 1st, put them up, put them up, enjoy it for two months before because of, there's a lot. Oh, yes. Long consumerism
2: over gratitude. Figures. 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 Wow. Y'all,
0: you work so hard and do so much for Christmas, you have to enjoy it. And that makes me sad that the Delonis, if that's your rule of thumb, the after Thanksgiving people, it makes my heart sad. That you lead
1: a sad life. Because
0: though. I think you only get to see that joy for like Really two and a half weeks, especially if you travel for the holidays. So we're going big. I'll
1: play referee. What's your take, John? I'll hear your. I think first.
2: if you put it up on November 1st, Thanksgiving is just a meal on the way to Christmas.
1: Exactly. No! That's
0: exactly what it is. It's a I can stop. skip it. It's like
1: Connecticut. It. It's meant to go through. No! <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just we're on our way somewhere. Sorry, way Connecticut people. I'm with Rachel on this, John. I think you're wrong unequivocally uh, I'm never I'm, I'm not
2: so here's what I think I think you wait till Thanksgiving's over the day after Thanksgiving is a great you transition your Thanksgiving stuff away you set up all the Christmas stuff and then here's the catch you leave it up for a long time
0: oh no 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 that's no, no. Even this is Why? I'm strict why we'll no, a long time after New Year's I mean first week of January it's uh, yeah, gotta yeah. Be down.
1: yeah I'm with you on that but
0: okay. that's that's a month plus
1: <sighs> I think John loses this Matt one, doesn't
0: count in this conversation. All right.
1: (laughs) Moving on to a less controversial question, Rachel. Here's another card. What's a holiday memory or story you tell every year? Oh. Wow. What's yours, George? Here's a holiday memory that they still do for some reason. Uh, So my family's Middle Eastern, as many of you know, like very Arabic. Like I'm talking, we sing Arabic carols, the whole nine yards, Arabic Baptist to the nine my grandpa would come through the front door at some point in the night, probably around 11 o'clock, full Santa Claus gear, sunglasses, and a sombrero. (laughs) And we would all just start chanting, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa, Santa Claus. And he would just prance around the room and just yelling names out and throwing gifts. That's
2: incredible, dude.
1: And so after he passed, my uncle took the torch, and he still does it every Christmas. Comes through the front door, doorbell ringing, even us as, as grown adults, we still are like in shock and awe and <laughs> into this moment. All right, next card. What's your family's staple holiday dish or dessert?
0: Oh man, you guys are so My uncultured. Mom, no, I, I mean, on. mom makes. I would say, yeah, very similar food every year. Um, I mean, I feel like the. I feel like it's pretty stereotypical. Well, I'm Our curious. In a great I did grow up in a like traditional... Sweet pota- like sweet potato casserole with almonds and brown sugar on top. I mean, like oh, okay. a ham. We always have cranberry sauce, like all that kind of stuff.
1: By sauce, you mean the stuff out of the can that shouldn't no, be legal? No, Mom
0: makes... Uh, thing. I think Whole Foods has now provided it for the last like two or three hours. God bless Sharon Ramsey for having I do, standards. I do like
2: the the sweet potato casserole because it was like, hey, there's a vegetable. There's something you, in there. Do you think there's a way we could. Can- Take that vegetable and help everybody get diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> confusing. Like dump brown sugar all over. It's awesome.
1: When I moved so to good. the south, I was like, wait, y'all just eat this as like a dish? Like it's not even dessert. No, it's yet. the vegetable. It's not even dessert. And like, no, we're eating brown sugar and marshmallows with tons of sugar in this potato <laughs> it's a, thing. It's, it's a it's so a vegetable. Good. very confusing. We
2: have uh we switched to my mom's an incredible cook and she we started cooking Mexican food for Christmas. Oh, that's fun. And like enchiladas and fajitas and stuff, and it's it's awesome.
1: Wow. That's fun. A uh, staple dish at the camel yes, household for Arabic. Christmas. Yes, Arabic. Give it to us. Weta anab.
0: Whoa, whoa, say it again?
1: Weta anab. It means grape leaves in Arabic. And uh, it is literally leaves from a grape tree. And you wrap it with cooked rice and beef and spices and lemon and garlic. And uh, it's one of the best dishes known to man.
0: Um, tell me this. If I was in Israel at one point in my life, would I have had that? I think that I've eaten sense. that.
1: That's plausible.
0: Yes. I and think then I've dessert, Baklava. Oh, and your mom.
1: My mom makes (gasps) the best baklava. I heard a rumor she's coming down. Yeah. We'll get you some, John. But here's the thing it's not the Greek style that's like soaked. No offense to the Greeks. Yeah, you got
2: racist real quick here.
1: No offense. I love the Greeks, but their baklava is like soaked in honey and it's like way too sweet. Oh, yeah. May Camel's is perfectly sweet. She makes her own simple syrup walnuts crushed up with some cinnamon sugar in there. Beautifully crunchy. Kind of sounds like sweet
0: potato casserole.
1: No, (laughs) this is a dessert, Rachel. We don't count it as a vegetable in our household. So there you go.
0: Oh, I love it. Y'all, Christmas, I can't wait.
1: I'm getting excited about it already. See, we're already skipping Thanksgiving, John.
0: I know.
2: I'm going to spend a season being grateful for what I have, and then I'll get to uh, being excited about what people are going to give me.
0: So part of the Thanksgiving spirit, though, is the shopping.
1: You get your Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we're grateful for like half a second. They're like, cool, shove things in my face and I want to spend a lot of money. Cyber
0: Monday, all the things. Okay, Black Friday shoppers. What are, what are y'all? I feel like there's two stereotypes. It's like the people that still get up, go to the store, or are you online? Like, what are, where are you guys in that? Have you ever been a Black Friday shopper?
1: Uh, yeah, yes, but not like the doorbuster deals. Like, I was always like, a, I'll roll up at 10 a.m. instead of 6
0: Gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: But nowadays, last few years, I strictly go online. Like, I love waking up day after Thanksgiving in bed in the j- matching jammies and just going to town and seeing what deals are happening online.
2: John? Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather set myself on fire than get up <laughs> and go Black Friday shopping. Like, we I should, should go together. Did you
0: ever go as a kid?
2: No. Yeah, I don't, no. I don't think
0: I ever did either. Can
2: I tell you what I've got a bad habit of? Like, I do get in the season of buying things and i one of my favorite things is buying gifts but i also st- start buying stuff for myself and i have a bad habit like in november especially i'll start buying things for like gifts and then i'll be like i need that and i'll buy it and then R- black friday is like um and cyber monday are like the weekend of shame for me because I buy stuff like two weeks before not remembering that there's this big sale and then it ends up being 40% it's off I just paid like, for it. Yeah, I get all I mad know. at myself for not waiting and then I feel shameful that I bought gifts for myself during
1: the gift of the season Okay, of- this yeah. is a safe yeah. space. I do buy things a lot for myself on Black Friday, I will say, and Cyber Monday because I wait because I know it's going to be the best for deal sure. of the year at any retailer.
0: Hey, around here we say if it's a good deal, it may not be a good deal for you but it would be if it's in the budget. That's right. And it's a plan. So John, welcome.
1: Thank you for your honesty. This I is appreciate a safe that. place.
0: I hear you. <laughs>
1: I hear you. I'll shame you, you for a lot for of things, but not for that.
0: Uh, yeah, if there's a big thing that I want, like,
2: uh, I wait yeah, for the sale. Yeah, I wait for the Rachel sale. I'm cruise. I buy whatever.
0: No, no. It's if I had like a thing, a large ticket item, I will. I'm like, oh, I'll wait like a month.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, but a tip a Keurig. Though, Like things that look like they're a good deal, but actually aren't, that really riles me up. So on Amazon it'll be like MSRP $120. It's on sale for 60. And then you're like, "Wait, it's always on sale for 60. Uh, it's not on sale at all. This is just the normal price." Now that's the emotion, yeah. So there's a website out there literally called camelcamelcamel.com that tracks the Amazon price history. And so I will use that unironically on Black Friday. <laughs> it's a little bit on the nose. <laughs> to actually figure out what's a good deal the or site? not. No, but I should have. It shows you a charts and graphs of like here's the best price. That's pretty amazing. This is a good price. You should go ahead and buy.
0: Oh my goodness! All right, so some interesting things that uh, the New York Post was talking about were some trends that we're going to see this year. So the first one is that Black Friday 2022 is beginning earlier than ever, and some retailers have already started this.
2: I've already started getting emails. I know. Right after Halloween, get your Black Friday prices right now.
1: (sighs) The urgency. It may, it's like three months of sales. I mean, it just doesn't, like, are you ever really in a sale if it's always a sale? Ooh, mm. I got awfully so deep. Meta. That so was deep. very deep. Uh, this is another one, Rachel. Retailers will have excess inventory, meaning you may see Black Friday-level savings in addition to official promotions. So they just have a lot of stuff laying around they have to get rid of. Oh, wow. So this may be a great year for deals. Yeah, can I
2: ask you two money gurus this question? My understanding is there's been a huge... Like a backlog of inventory because there was such a, there was such a such demand and then su- a surge. Yeah, that's right. There was such demand that that companies built a bunch of stuff, and then all of a sudden it started to fall off. People stopped buying things because of an impending possible recession, and so there's just going to be a ton of things on the shelves, and that could be a great
1: season Supply for them to cash, right? Yeah. Yep.
0: Well, according to the New York Post, you are correct. Really, that was the second prediction. Yes,
1: you're a genius. All
0: right, third prediction is that Black Friday 2022 will blow up online again. That's not even a prediction. Is that a prediction? New York Post. That was kind of Uh, popular.
1: Popular toys will sell out fast, and retail experts recommend buying them asap. I.e., Black Friday might even be too (laughs) late. Are these all predictions? You know what this reminds me of, though? The movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where he is trying to jingle all the the way. Jingle all the way. One of the best Christmas movies of all time. That's what's going to happen. Me and Arnold, they're just going to be battling it out over the last Turbo Man in Times Square.
2: Is that a prediction? Hold hold my drink, guys. Listen to this. The best toys are going to sell out. (laughs) Good, man. Always are. Well, thanks to
1: New York York Post for stating the obvious. That's right.
0: So remember, you guys, as you're out, Black Friday shopping, Cyber Monday, make sure you have a plan going in knowing what you want to buy and you have the money and it's budgeted. John, do you want to stay for our last segment? This is like the best segment of the whole show. You want to stay?
2: You, you, hard sales pitch, yes, I'm yes. in. All
0: right, so it is time for our last segment.
1: Guilty as charged.
0: This is where our producer gives us a new guilty as charged question every week. And if we have done it, we have to take a drink of what I think is a great mocktail. You all just, John. Dishes. Look at John's over there. Well,
2: I'm a trooper, man, but this is like sewage water. But I'm in, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm yes, in. The good so news is if you've ever
1: thrown up, you've already tasted this cocktail. <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh my gosh. You so are terrible. Awful. Um, not
1: near as awful as this drink. <laughs> it's so good.
2: That's, that's fair. Okay. What if I asked you a question that wasn't necessarily like a guilty as charge question? But because we have three Ramsey personalities here it might be fun. Okay. Someone wrote in, what do you think your life would look like at your age if you didn't follow the Ramsey principles?
1: Oh, oh I would know where I would
2: be. <laughs> like if you like didn't do anything that is taught here, where do you think you'd be right now? Because this is fun. This is It's fun. like
0: by God's grace, I was born into the family I was born into just to be told from a young age to only buy with money you have. Y'all, I would, I would 1000% be a credit card and Deeply in debt, not just like I paid off every month for the points and airline miles. I mean, I would, I would probably easily be forty, fifty grand in credit card debt. I would just spit. I would consumer spend, unlike anything else. So,
1: and you would justify it all.
0: You know me so well, George. You know me so well.
2: I know from working here. Just I've been here with almost three years. The number of times I've been like about to buy something and thought. I'm going to go sit on the Ramsey show next to Dave on Tuesday. Like, I can't do this. So that level of accountability, like I'm sitting at the table, I'm giving advice, that has been an accountability metric for me. I would take whatever, Rachel, however bad you would be, I'd be like, I've hit rock bottom, and I'd be like, hand me your shovel, I can dig deeper. Like, I would dude, I would be an absolute train wreck, because I can rationalize anything. I love buying just junk, and I like yeah, I, I would I would be a mess. An mm-hmm. absolute mess.
1: Wow, thanks for your honesty, guys. Yeah. I'd be amazing. I'd be <laughs> it reminds me of the Monopoly game at McDonald's where like you buy tons of McDonald's and like eat your weight and have diabetes, but you like could win the Monopoly game at McDonald's.
2: Except there's one park place and it's like, in yes. Kentucky somewhere. You never get it, but no. you're
1: like, I'm going to beat the system. That would be me. I would be the guy who thinks he's beating the system and like so proud because he moved his credit card from the 0% to this one, and he's going to oh, beat play the, the credit games. Card. I'm going to play the game, and I'm going to feel like I'm winning and yet be totally broke and have payment all over and not be actually winning with money. So,
0: See, I'm too lazy for that. I would just go charge everything. Wow.
1: <laughs> lazy spender and really smart idiot, I guess, is me. And John is go. somewhere just in between. sad
2: and depressed. <laughs> just, <laughs> I owe so much money. Nice I'm so anxious. <laughs> I'd have real nice wow. stuff.
1: Well, on, on this Thanksgiving episode, I'm grateful that we are not that way, and I'm grateful to be around smart people like you, too.
0: George... That was god so nice, so and sweet. Lindsay, us three. You're staring right at me, and you didn't include me. Well, anymore. we were <laughs> so
1: sad. I'm sorry. Of it's, course, it's, Lindsay, just producer. She's got to take it. <laughs> so thankful. The shows about honesty and ratings.
0: I am thankful for y'all, and I'm thankful for this mocktail, Lindsay. Even though they don't like it, but well, George, pretty bad. Give us the uh, give us the rundown. My
1: rating is negative four out of a thousand. <laughs>
0: oh my god! Yeah, I, I don't blame you on that, guys. One. My rating, genuinely though, Lindsay. I, I mean, I'm going to go four out of I ten. I don't take it personally. I'm I, going four I, out of ten. I looked it up online. I am
2: fairly certain that my pee is going to glow. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. So here's what's in it, if you're wondering. Uh, it includes a sprig of rosemary, grapefruit juice, and seltzer water. And you're wondering, how could those three things be terrible together? I don't know, but we found a way today.
2: Well, I think I know part of the problem is I didn't know that if you pour in sparkling water from a certain angle into a cup, it just turns flat. Like it's, I didn't know like that sp- either. It loses its sparkle.
1: Yeah, it needs more sparkle.
2: So, basically, I really <laughs> it already. This sounded like an Instagram
1: <laughs> tattoo. If
2: you pour it wrong, I lose Never my lose spark. your sparkle. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. The fizz, it's, like, gone. So, that's part of the problem, Well, if you Venti, want to.
1: Never lose your sparkle. <laughs> I will try. If it. you want to tweet that, go ahead. If you want the <laughs> recipe, that is in the show notes. Let us know on social if you tried it out. Uh, maybe, or don't. Or don't. Avoid this one. We'd love to know what you thought. And if you have any drink suggestions that are better than this, which is literally anything, also let us know for future episodes, both cocktails and mocktails. And before we go, John, I have a quote that I think sums up everything we've experienced today. What's that? This season, instead of the presents, how about your (laughs) presence? You like that?
0: I've heard like eight cute, people around right? the office saying that, and I think it's a precious. But there's something
1: true because John, everything you preach is like, hey, you need just to be, be connected be and off your people. devices and stop trying be to just people. spend and spend. Like, be with people and connect. Yes. So yes. that's my. This takeaway. is the
2: first year we're trying it. Where, uh, in all seriousness, with our, with our kids, my wife and I, look, we like, man, they got enough stuff. They got enough stuff, and so this is the first year we are going to surprise them and take them on an adventure. And we've been prepping them sienna's not bringing as much stuff this year but um hang on there's gonna be cool and so it may be a dismal failure but when they're our age they're gonna be like remember that time you tried to skimp on christmas but i think i'm way more into adventures and spending quality time together than another shiny object
1: for sure well rachel it's it's that time it's closing i think john should have to sing the first line of closing time close in time all right. And we're off the air somehow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you can follow us on social. Make sure to hit that uh, follow button and subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. And if the spirit leads,
1: you can leave a review. And if you've got a friend who needs to hear this, make sure to send them this episode and ask some of the fun questions we asked on today's episode. And if you want the full deck of questions for humans, Christmas edition, or any other, you can get that at RamseySolutions.com.
0: That's right. Well, you guys, happy Thanksgiving. We are so thankful for yes. you, all the listeners, and making this podcast so fun that we get to do it every week. And hopefully we break you great content that's inspiring and fun. And George, we'll see everyone next Thursday on Smart Smart Money Happy Hour.